All right, Ross, hello. Welcome to the program. Andrew, how are you? Hey, um, I'm actually feeling a little bit in disbelief about the kind of reaction you're getting from all these people and the absolute knee-jerk violence that they want to perpetrate on this kid. I mean, if you consider this baby that's been beaten up and just imagine that that child, that this intervention had not occurred and they have a lifetime of being a victim at someone's hands and then at some point in their life they turn into the perpetrator. At what point do they turn from being this victim that we are so you know, full of sorrow for right now and, and suddenly we're just prepared to chuck them off the wall? You know, I mean, this kid that's done this, he's a kid, yeah, he's probably he quite possibly had a life of, of violence perpetrated against him all his life. You know, the issue here is is about intervention in these people's lives. And the problem with this judge is that she doesn't have a range of remedies available to her. You know, home detention has its place, but it's not the right solution for a kid between the age of 12 up to, say, 22 when there's a possibility of turning their life around if the right intervention is made. And I, I, I am talking custodial. We should be finding people who are in these situations and intervening and spending the money on trying to not have another 60 years of violence out of them. Because that's all we're going to do. If you go and kneecap and give the muggle mob a joint, stick them in jail, you're just creating more of a problem. You're actually the same as whoever's been doing that to him all his life. Right, so we need to be better as a society, and we need to we need to have a range of remedies. Yeah, home detention for white collar criminals make it difficult for them. You know, sell off their wine list and make them make that fund all of okay. this stuff. And this lady before that that lady before that said, you know, make the proceeds of their crimes pay. We strip our old people of their assets to keep them in old aged care homes. Yeah. And yet we don't strip our criminals of assets. To okay, Ross, 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 kind of Ross, 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 you speak very, very well. Uh, you say uh, we should be doing a different type of sentence for people like this guy who was 19 when he committed the crime, 20 now. Uh, you said something about custodial. Are you suggesting that the state should almost be bringing in sort of some sort of borstal for, for older teens where, we can, where we can actually work actively on their rehabilitation instead of throwing them at home and hoping that they can do it themselves? Without a doubt, because we're probably doing removing them from a, a, a obnoxious situation in the first place, and I think that should that the ability for the state to actually intervene like that, and we shouldn't have to say sorry like Australia did. You know, if, if children are in dangerous situations or they're they're acting out, and it's becoming obvious that they are developing a problem, mm. then we should be able to go in and have. And these are the people we should be resourcing most. The recidivist people, chuck them in a hole and throw away the key. I have no problem with that. But at this age. We really should be, as a society, investing, and we should be bringing reformed criminals back to help. Okay. You know, and we Ross, should be okay. funding that. Okay, and I thank you so much. So there's a man with some mercy and uh, rehabilitation in his heart. We believe the judge had that as well. Do you have it?